folks, and it's so excited to be here with you this evening. I'm Kimberly Faith Cagle, and this is Reflective Faith Podcast. This is a podcast that's going to help you, myself, and anyone that you're praying for, um, possibly things that you can go to them and verses in Scripture that you can go to them to help them with their growth and their relationship with Christ, just as I'm hoping that this is an opportunity not only to grow my personal relationship with Christ, but to help others that maybe have been through some of the same situations that I've been through. Maybe they haven't, and they maybe can see God working through my life, and we can share these moments together and grow our relationships in Christ and become closer to Him. This is a new adventure for me, something that I've not normally done, but this is to help me get out there and get started into the ministry of serving the Lord. This has become a strong pull on my heart in the last probably about four or five months. And um, I've been in the education field for 15 years. And the good Lord has just been laying it on my heart that I need to be chasing him. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm chasing the Lord. And I'm hoping that some of you will join me on my journey as we chase God together and we delve into the scriptures deeper so that we can understand and maybe answer some questions about Christianity that maybe you're not so sure about. And if I can't answer those questions for you, definitely be praying about it. Maybe God will reveal himself to us through his scripture. Take questions, take comments, may even turn this into an interview podcast in the future. But I just want this to open a door not only for you as a maybe newly Christian, seasoned Christian, or maybe you're not even a Christian at all, and you've just stumbled across this podcast, and you're like, hmm, reflective faith. What's all of this about? This is about a young lady um, that has had God in her life a large portion, portion of her life, and it has been a roller coaster. You know, Scripture tells us that we're not always promised once you become a Christian doesn't mean it's going to be all rainbows and sugar plums and just wonderful hearts and that's really far from the truth because once you become a Christian the devil's going to fight you even harder Um, because God has spoken truth over each of you those that are listening and, and those maybe not listening those that you care about and that you love before they were ever created in Isaiah it says before they were ever created in your mother's womb, God knew your days. God spoke truth over you, spoke truth over your family members that maybe need prayer, that maybe need encouragement. And, you know, the devil fights you so hard because he believes those truths that have been spoken over you. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. I'm your host this evening. I am Faith Cagle. I am from North Carolina. I'm sure many of you can catch up on my accent. Don't worry, I might someday throw in a little British accent, maybe a little Southern Vale, but um, I'm from North Carolina, and I am here to just share my love for the Lord with you. I've been married for 24 years. I have four beautiful children that are almost grown. Man, they grow up too fast. Uh, When I was first uh, telling them about how I was going to do this, they all kind of looked at me like I was crazy because obviously only podcasting is for the younger generations. But let me tell you, people, it's not that hard, and I'm excited to be able to do it. If I can just share my voice and share my love of Christ, 
with one person, then that's going to make this podcast worth everything. So let's just jump right into it. I'm going to give you tonight some scripture here. I'm sitting here on my front porch watching the sun go down. It's so beautiful and just enjoying God's creation around me and the wonderful smells of nature. We live out in the boondocks, I will tell you. We live seven-tenths of a mile off of a road, so we are completely secluded back here in the woods ourselves. And I love it. I love the, just the joys of nature and just seeing God's creation and reflecting on that. That's one of the reasons I came up with the name Reflective Podcast because, you know, I like to reflect on what God's made for us. You know, not often enough do we reflect on the many blessings that he gives us. And I tell you what, we had a quick shower this evening, and it was beautiful. And it toned down that humidity here in North Carolina and toned down that temperature just enough that now we're sitting out here on the front porch looking at the beautiful sky, the light blues and pale pinks and oranges as the sun goes down and it just reminds me of God's wonderful creative artwork and it also helps me reflect to my most favorite verse in scripture that this verse has taken me actually has brought me through so many things and and I know when you're going to hear this verse you're going to think oh this is such a cliche this is such a cliche But I'm going to tell you, it's not a cliche because I have used this verse in the worst of times in my life, but then I've also used this verse in the best of times in my life. And what is so awesome about it is it comes from God's living word, his holy book, the Holy Bible, and it is a living word, meaning that it can give me encouragement when I'm on that mountaintop celebrating God's blessings, and it also can give me encouragement of when I'm on that valley at my lowest, lowest point. And this verse was given to me by Joanne McDowell. She's not a McDowell anymore, so if she ever hears this, I hope she remembers me, but I've got to give her credit. Um, Those that know me in 2000, excuse me, in 1997, Gracious, that's how quick time has flown. But in 1997, I was 17 years old, and I had fell in love with a sweet, wonderful young man. His name was Derek Delt. And we dated, and things got serious pretty fast, and and I just, he was the love of my life at that time. And he died in a car accident, and um, I went through planning a funeral or helping plan a funeral, and Um, just basically losing, at that point, my best friend in my life. And my seventh grade math teacher, she was actually a substitute teacher. Now, this shows you the dedication and the love that this woman has for her students because she is a teacher now, full-fledged teacher now, but she was actually a substitute, long-term sub for my seventh grade math class. Her name was Joanne McDowell and Miss McDowell came and saw me. I was working at Belks and she came up out of nowhere and I had not seen, so I was 17. I had not seen this lady since I was like 11, 12 years old. And she came up to me and she gave me a card. And in this card had like a bookmark that had this scripture that I'm going to share with you. And when I first saw it, 
I was in so much pain and agony. I will be honest with you. I was like, how can this plan, how can me going through losing my boyfriend at 17, getting a call at midnight, hurry to the hospital, Derek's been in a wreck, how can this scripture comfort me at that time? And I'll be honest with you, the first week, maybe week and a half, it didn't comfort me. It didn't reassure me. It was felt like the cliche verse of the Bible. But then it started to sink in. And the reason it started to sink in is because of my repetition of reading it over and over and over again. It was just like I needed that constant reminder of God telling me, I got you. I got you. So here it is. My most favorite verse of the Bible is Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Now that, that verse, <laughs> I was like, you're kidding me, right? Derek dying is to give me a future? Me at 17 years old sitting in a floor shop picking out floral arrangements is to give me a future? To give me hope? But let's delve deeper a little bit into the scripture. And I took, the, I, I took that first, first verse, you know, 29 verse 11, for me, with me, and I, I mean, I hung on to that scripture, and I repeated that verse over and over, because like I said, first week and a half after this happened, th this was a cliche verse. H how is this, how is this devastating happening, breaking of my heart? How is this for my hope, my betterment, my future to be positive? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Well, in uh, 2009, I started uh, my teaching career at West Care Christian Academy, and um, I had a verse that they passed another bookmark around with that verse on it, and I was like, there's got to be more just than this verse. So let's go on a little bit further, because I've not only taken Jeremiah 29 11, but I've also added to it, and it, it's helped me understand. It's helped me get a little further in my walk with Christ. So let's say you're going through something devastating. It's the most worst pain you've ever felt, because trust me, at that moment in my life, that was the worst pain I had ever felt in my life. I'm 17. I'm going into my senior year. All of my friends are super excited. They're seniors, they're celebrating, they're partying, they're living it up. And I felt like I had just had my heart ripped out of my chest and stomped on. And putting a smile on my face and getting ready to make it to school that day on the first day of school was like pulling teeth. Permanent teeth that were wrapped around your jawbone that didn't want to let go. 
So later on in life, I've, I've delved a little bit deeper into the scripture, and I've added a few verses to it. And so if you go on, we'll start again, Jeremiah 29, 11, and I'm reading from the ESV version. That, that's the version that I prefer. Um, I do read out of different several versions, so you may be on the podcast and hear a different version. But currently, right now, I'm reading out of that version. So Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. And then you go on to 12. It says, And then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will hear you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, that first week and a half, I read this verse multiple times every day. And probably about after four weeks after Derek had died. Actually, probably, probably closer to eight weeks after Derek had died. Um, I prayed because I had went into a deep depression. And I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed. And I finally said, like, God, I can do this. I cannot do this. You're going to have to fix me. You're going to have to give me something. Well, a couple of months later, God answered that prayer. And he gave me my husband of 24 years that we are unbelievably happy together. And at that time, at 17 years old, when this young man came into my life, I didn't know it was my husband that's going to be the next 24 years of my life. I didn't know it was going to be my intended end. I didn't know it was going to be for my welfare. I didn't know it was going to give me hope in a future. But it did give me the first spark of hope that I had felt in a long, long time. So those scriptures tells you that I know the plans that I have you, not for evil, but for your welfare, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will hear you. Go a little further, verse 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. 14. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. And I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I have driven you, declares the Lord. I will bring you back to the place from which I had sent you into exile. And these have been my foundational scriptures. Because when I get on that mountaintop, I'm singing these scriptures. This is my hope. This is my future. This is my welfare. This is what you've promised me, God. These are the wonderful blessings you promised me. And I'm praising the Lord. I'm praising the Lord. But that was not the first devastation of my life nor was it the last. So the next time I fell down into that deep, deep despair, or I, the devil was pounding me with demons and, and evils of the world, I prayed that scripture and said, okay, God, this is bad. Whatever obstacle I'm going through, this is bad. But this bad thing is going to get me back to a good thing that you have for my welfare in my life. My job is, just right now, I have to seek you. 
So that goes, and, and, and we've kind of circled back around the last four or five months. It has been really laid on my heart to chase God, seek God with all your heart. You seek him, you're going to find him, but you've got to seek him with all your heart. You've got to chase him. How many of you teen girls have chased these boys? Oh, has he called me yet? Has he liked my post? Has he snapped back? Oh gosh, he left me on open. What the world? Are you young parents that have kids and like, these kids are never going to respect me. They're never going to behave. Or fights with parents and arguments and, and they don't understand me. They don't listen to me or your friendships or work relationships. Or maybe it's even your relationship with God. Who knows? But wherever you're at in your moment of your valley, or if you're on top of the hill, if you're on top of that mountaintop, or when you're in the bottom of the valley, God's plans are for your welfare. They're to prosper you, to give you hope and a future. But you're not going to understand those plans. You're not going to understand the trials that you're going through right now. You're not going to understand the disappointment. You're not going to understand the joy that you feel or the peace that you feel until you start seeking God. So with that, my friends, I beg you, I implore you, to join this journey with me on Reflective Faith Podcasting. And let's chase God. Let's chase Him down. Let's seek Him with all our hearts. Let's find Him and be renewed in spirit and in hope and in joy. There is so much evil and disgust and torment and negativity and unkindness in the world. Let's not keep piling it on. Let's seek the source of love. Let's seek the source of forgiveness. Let's seek the source of mercy. Let's seek God himself. You want joy? You get joy from God. You want peace? You get peace from God. And he says very clearly in Jeremiah 29, 12, then you will call upon me and you will come and pray to me and I will hear you. When you seek me, you will find me when you seek me with your whole heart. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray now for every listener on the other end of this podcast that they will be ignited in a fire, in a flame, and passionate that they tune in again as we delve deeper into your word, that we grow our relationship with you, that we are on fire chasing you. We want to be a better version. We want those plans that prosper us. We want those plans that give us hope. We want those plans that ensure our future. But those plans don't happen without you, God. And I pray that everyone listening on this podcast will join me in this chase, this reflection process of where is our faith? Are we depending on the world for happiness? Are we depending on the world for salvation? Are we depending on the world for protection? Or are we ready to lay aside 
being good and better for everybody else, getting titles at the end of our names, letters at the end of our names, promotions at work, just to be lost without you. Let's lay all that stuff aside and let's actively chase you, God. I implore these people that are listening to lay aside their burdens. And dear God, you know the burdens of their hearts. And I pray that you take this moment, if they've taken this opportunity to take 20, 30 minutes out to listen to what I have to say and how you're starting to work in my life, I pray that you will give them a sign that they did it for a reason. This is your calling on them to chase you, to find you, to seek you with all their heart. Reassure them, Lord. Give them love and joy and happiness and let them see that this journey is only going to benefit their relationship with you. In your precious holy name, amen. Thank you so much, folks. I hope to tune in again tomorrow evening. God bless you. Amen.